Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey. So I've just done a little bit of an Instagram poll asking you girls what topics you want covered. And the first one that came in, I absolutely love this question. And it's how to schedule your competitions. Great question because right now, obviously, we're getting to the end of 2018 and people are starting to look ahead, which is great. Planning their goals and planning their year before it starts. But this question is such a good one because I can answer this in so many different ways. So so what I'm going to do is give you a run through of the sort of things that I either ask myself when I'm trying to plan my own or when I'm trying to plan other clients. And the things that you can be asking yourself as well, because it really just depends on so many different factors, whether you've competed before, whether you're quite a seasoned competitor. Those two things are really going to be the biggest difference as to how to schedule the comps. But the first one that you should be looking into is plan it around the calendar. So typically speaking, if you don't know, so there can be typically two different types of competitors here. There can be ones that say, right, I don't know, 15th of September, that's my show date. That's the goal I'm aiming for. Boom, boom, boom. Then you've got the other competitor, which is where I usually fall into is this is the sort of date a sort of month that I want to be getting show lean for. So for me, it was September. So kind of look at the bodybuilding calendar and see where there's the most amount of competitions during that time. This could depend whether you're in Canada, whether you're in Australia, whether you're in USA. But in the UK, most of the competitions are in the September month. So if you're looking to have the biggest chance or or I guess the biggest pull of competitions to choose from, then maybe that's one thing that you'll be looking to consider when you are scheduling your competitions. So that's what I did this year, scheduled. I looked at the bodybuilding calendar and I saw that a lot of shows were in September. So I knew that I had the biggest chance. And again, my goal, I wasn't sure what competition I wanted to go for, what sort of federation. So I thought I'd schedule my competitions so that I had the greatest chance of trying different competitions and the greater chance of choosing a range of competitions if I wasn't sure when I was going to be 100% stage lean. If you're based in the UK as well and you're looking for a little bit of a guidance as to what competitions are coming up, then make sure you go over to the compact.store website because it has a bodybuilding calendar, had the 2018 one on there, but I already have the 2019 calendar up and running. That would be in the description section of this episode. The next way that you can go about scheduling your competitions is doing it according to what is going on in your life or what is going to be going on in your life in the near future. So if you're a student, for example, you know that you've got important exams coming up at certain times. So most likely, you're going to want to plan your competitions so that prep doesn't deter too much away from other things that you have going on in your life. And we all know how much prep brain can get to you. If you're trying to study, revise really, really hard for exams that you've got coming up, then maybe you don't want to be doing a competition so close to those exams because it could be detrimental. So if you've got exams potentially coming up in May, then you probably don't want to be doing competitions around that time. You might want to leave it until later on in the year. You might want to put it in the beginning of the year. And the same goes to if you know that you've got a house move coming up or you know there's a wedding or it's your own wedding. There could be so many different things or life events, that it's not to say that you can't do it, you can't do them both, 
but you might want to plan accordingly so that you don't, in terms of life commitments and competing commitments, you can really fully focus and dedicate that time and enjoy the time as well, whether it is competing or whether it is doing that other commitment that you have. Another way to schedule your competitions, and I would say it's a very, very smart one, if your goal is to get to finals, say for example, you've got finals in October, potentially if you don't want to be spending the whole of that year contest lean or stage lean or relatively lean, maybe you want to be scheduling and finding that competition which is close to that finals date as possible. One thing that I see a lot happening, and I see it every single year, is girls that, for example, they've got a competing season. I keep referring back to the UK because it's the easiest one on the top of my head. If you've got the competing season that starts in April and then your finals are not until October, then you might potentially be staying or being on prep for a longer duration than you really need to. And you see a lot of girls get stage lean in April, get their qualifier for the finals in October and struggle and end up actually not doing the finals because they struggle to maintain that stage lean condition and that prep mentality for such a long duration of time. And sometimes it can be harder to get into contest lean, coming out slightly and then coming back into stage leanness in order for you to get hit those finals. So another thing that I would always recommend people, especially if you are a first-time competitor or you've been competing relatively for a small amount of time, is trying to schedule those competitions So that you're not having to be as lean for as long. A lot of us are not pro athletes that are having to commit all year round. We don't need to. We don't need to put ourselves in this situation if you don't want to. Another thing to consider when you're scheduling your competitions is, I guess, asking yourself the question how much money you have. Because I know some girls that have put all their money into their competing and Christmas has come around and they're really struggling just to make ends meet because they put all their energy and all their eggs into one basket. So another thing to take consideration of, if you can look at your finances and you know that certain times of the year are maybe a bit more expensive for you, then that might be something that you have to consider. So that depends more on the financial side. Some people, it doesn't affect them as much. Other people, they have to really be careful. Financials, look at what's coming up, look at when things can be more expensive. And if you're scheduling your competitions, then you know that you can start saving money so you're not having to put out as much another thing to ask yourself as well when you're scheduling your competitions is how much of a gap you want to be doing in between each show or whether you actually want to do loads of shows if you're a first-time competitor I would never I would always advise to, to not put that pressure on yourself to do show after show after show because you don't know how you're going to get on with it you don't know how you're going to respond to it don't put that pressure on yourself if you're a first-time competitor to do to plan all these shows in advance because you might get to the first show or you might get to the second show that you do and just completely be wiped feel tired and just go no that's it like I'm done your mind might want that rest your body might want that rest your body might stop responding like you never ever know what's going to happen so the thing when scheduling your competitions is yes have that game plan but always embrace and anticipate that it could change for so many different reasons and you're not a failure if it changes It's just the way sometimes it goes. It's absolutely fine. Inclined to the ones that are maybe competing for a year or so, kind of know a bit of what to expect. Scheduling your competitions depends on whether you want to do back-to-back shows. Some people find that easier. If you haven't listened already, I have mentioned my own experience of doing the back-to-back peak weeks, which was interesting, but it was good fun. 
Another thing that a lot of girls do when they're scheduling the competitions is they use one as a warm-up. So they have their real main goal, which might be X Federation, but then they want to, maybe they haven't been competing for a while or they just want to kind of dip their toes, get a bit more comfortable, get more stage time. So they might decide that they're going to do a bit of a warm-up, maybe a month out. They might be not 100% stage lean, but they're good to go and they'll be able to trial at different peak weeks. There are so many different ways that you can go about scheduling your competitions. The biggest thing that I can advise you is to not schedule your competitions the way that everyone else seems to be doing them. Their setup is completely different. Their life is completely different to yours. This has really got to be a game of what it's going to be the best in order for you to succeed and get the most out of it at the same time. You don't want to be feeling like you're forced to do a competition when it's at the wrong time, potentially. Or you don't feel like you're mentally in a good place, but you feel like you've got to do it. Remember that you don't have to do any show that you don't want to, or you don't feel ready, or you don't feel up for. It's absolutely fine. Do not follow the crowd. Schedule your competitions the way that you want to do them, the way that your coach, you and your coach have worked together and agreed on a pretty sound game plan. But always, always anticipate and be prepared for when things might change, they might creep up on you, you might get a qualification that gets you into a different show that's later or earlier than what you previously expected. But if you're not preempting that, you're not anticipating that maybe things could change, then sometimes that is where things can kind of go wrong because they haven't got a game plan in place and they haven't mentally prepared themselves for things to change. People find that quite difficult to deal with. I know I've kind of gone on loads of tangents there, but things can change so much and it is so person-dependent because competing is such an individualistic sport. But I hope that has helped you girls. Try to start to look at how you want to schedule your competitions. The last thing that I'll leave you all with, and and I'm saying this because it's the end of 2018, a lot of people are pretty much in their off-seasons now, is people are already asking. So I've just done some shows and free shows pretty much in the month of October. I'm already getting girls asking, when's the next show? When you get to compete next year? When are you thinking about it? Don't feel like you ever have to rush to schedule these competitions just because everyone else is and just because everyone's asking you. People don't enjoy the off-season as much as the contest phase. People don't like it when they're a little bit fluffier. They find it difficult when they haven't got a goal in place. So an easy kind of coping strategy or mechanism is to start scheduling or planning ahead for the next year. When sometimes that's the last thing that you should be doing. You should be enjoying the time that you've got, enjoying the off-season and maybe getting yourself physically and mentally in a good spot. But that stuff takes time. So don't feel like right now you have to 100% start scheduling your competitions and planning and getting straight into it. It's absolutely fine if you want to give yourself time just to be. Simply that, just to be, present moment, and then look ahead. Don't feel like you've got to do it straight away. And the same thing with your first time competitor. If you've only just started thinking that you might want to go into competitions, don't feel like you have to go straight jumping into it, ordering your bikini right now. Take time. Take the time. Take the time with these decisions. There's no rush. You've got to do what's right for you. But I hope those points have helped. And if you are based in the UK, then make sure you go over to that compact.store link. 
because I know it has been super, super helpful for girls who are trying to plan their competitions because then they can start to see where different federations are, where the locations are, so on and so forth. I know a lot of girls have found that blog calendar really, really helpful because it's actually really hard when there's so many different federations to kind of see where everything is. Don't forget, if anyone has any questions or you have any topic ideas, then as always, make sure you go over to the Not Just a Bikini Girl Instagram account or alternatively, you can email me on notjustabikinigirl at outlook.com. This has been your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and this has been the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast.